Welcome to New Realities. I'm Alan Steinfeld. I'm here with one of my favorite guests of late, the lovely dynamic Marina Sarin, of course. Thank you. And Marina is going to be, I think, well, she is an up and coming star, but she is going to be at this uh, major conference that's coming up at Portal to Ascension. It's called the Star Seed Summit. Two days. This is some of the best people that we have found, me, Neil Gar, Sheila Seppi, talking about what it means to be a starseed, what, what, how, what is their message for planet Earth and um, how it's part of our evolution. So we have Kamara Jones, who's an incredible artist, Bridget Holiday, who talks a lot about um, starseeds on Clubhouse, Sheila Seppi, I'll just go through this fast. And right there in the middle is Marina Seren and also my friend Jody Sirota. There's a bunch of people here. This is a two-day summit, $77 for two days, and plus you get unlimited replays, but it's two full days of what it means. And, and maybe something will be stirred in you that will uh, stimulate an awareness. So Mark Brinkerhoff, Bill Gruber, Kiara Windrider, um, Joan of Angels, if, you, if you've been on um, Portal to Ascension, you probably recognize some of these people. So just go to portaltoascension.org and look at the, um, go to the online events. So Marina, thanks so much for being here. Um, let's start with how do you define Starseed and what, who are you in relation to that understanding? So go ahead. Sure. Uh, for me, a starseed is any soul in this planet or consciousness of Earth that is connected, is more connected in their genetic makeup and their own spiritual lineage with uh, energies from other star systems that are of heightened vibration, you know, in comparison to others, you know. Well, everyone is a, everyone is a uh, hybrid, you know, we have extraterrestrial DNA because that's how humanity was created. But the starseeds are those who excel at those um, at that higher consciousness because of this um, bigger, greater uh, extraterrestrial makeup in their percentage, you know, DNA percentage. But how did you know you were a star? I mean, what I mean, you know, some you, people. Yeah. Talk about how you knew that to connect it. And you're in Spain. I just want to tell people and do you mind me telling people you're 21 years old, but you're so advance for the knowledge and i don't think it's just things you've read in books it's things that are downloading to you so how did you know this was part of your lineage your soul lineage well um for me when i was awakening in 2015 when i was 15 years old and having my kundalini awakening uh, all this information was coming to me in in downloads or synchronicities you know or you know um just like signs from the universe you know like ideas that i will get in my mind like oh you know i have a strong feeling that maybe i am not fully the human you know maybe i have a part of me i feel strongly like a part of me is not human i feel so different i feel like i belong to the stars and that i you know i feel like i'm a hybrid you know and so all these things were like um awakening inside of me you know and they were really strong feelings. So I had no other option but to dig inside. And then the answer started coming, you know. And I read about the indigo children. I read about the starship children, the hybrids, you know. And I was wondering, well, maybe what kind of, you know, star child I am. And when I was going outside of my house, there was a shop, you know, that was being built. By that time, it was in construction. And when they put the um, the letters on, it was, it said indigo, you know. So that was like the universe saying, you're an indigo child, you know, <laughs> you're this, you know. So it's a How do you define indigo versus crystal versus star seed? How do you define the difference between those? So all of those frequencies are uh, frequency signatures, you know, each of them have a specific uh, purpose and characteristics. The indigo child are those who come here to shatter, let's say, the crystallized uh, old paradigm system that we live in today, you know, the masculine right. energies, the control, the tyranny. 
that's why the indigos are so rebellious, you know, and so stubborn. And so, you know, uh, like warrior personality, because they are here to shatter that and to break that, to create a revolution. And the crystal, it's like the more, the most, um, the most loving, the most like, you know, sweet feminine energy, because they're here to um, continue the work of the indigos that after having shattered that structure, they will crystallize, you know, a new paradigm, a new frequency. Which one are you, or is, uh, because you're also star seed? But which are you, crystal, more crystal child? I started as an indigo, but over the times I shifted to the crystal frequency. Mm -hmm. So, being a, a star seed, uh, you started to remember things in 2015. But before that, were you just a sort of normal kid growing up, or did you Probably. always metaphysical? Yeah. I was definitely not like a normal kid because, you know, when I was a child, I will dream that I will go to spacecrafts and spaceships, you know, and, and tell my mother, mom, when are we going to go to space? I really want to go to space, you know, and I will tell my parents that I was an extraterrestrial uh, for another planet that I came to Earth. And I will be so sure, so sure about it. Like, I will be really serious, like, while claiming that, that even my friend, my my parents' friend were so scared about me. They were like, I actually believe her. Like, she's so sure about it. She's just, you know, convinced. And they said, well, Marina, how do you think that you came here? And I said, well, I teleported to the womb of my mom. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. And I was always kind of like asking things like, why does the universe exist? You know, why does, is the universe infinite? You know, is there more life in there? I mean, in, in the universe, you know? So I was actually always connecting to that metaphysical thing. So what, what do you remember coming from these other star systems? Can you, what are you bringing here? Because I think you're this next generation of world leaders. So what, what do you, what do you feel like you're here to do and communicate? Well, I'm here um, for the main purpose of assistance, the process of awakening of humanity. And so the very first, the very most, um, let's say, uh, best ways to do it is just to be myself, you know, because many stars to ask themselves, well, what is my mission? What is my purpose? And we have a specific purpose, you know, like you're supposed to be a singer or you're supposed to be like a, you know, lecturer or like a speaker, you know, all these things, but, you know, but the main purpose really of the star seeds is to be who we are, because the more that we express that energy of who we truly are, that essence, the more that we assist the whole earth in awakening and reflecting back to them who they truly are. And it's all about the awakening of our true being, you know? Right. Oh, you know, I'm looking at the chat and someone's saying the 12 chakra star seeds of humans, uh, Vega, Alpha, Draconian, Cassiopeia. Are you familiar with the 12 chakras of um, some of these star seeds? Well, I'm familiar with the information that we humans have about seven chakras that we are aware of, but actually that's just not the, the maximum we have. We have more than seven, but we will unlock it. How we unlock it is as we go forward in our evolution. So, you know. Mm. So what do you actually remember coming here? Like from where were you, would you think you were before you were here? Like which star system? Uh, to my understanding, uh, I came from the future. Well, depending on what energy I tune in, of myself, I have a different origin because this is all like quantum physics. This is not linear. Right. Okay. Right. So for example, when I'm, when I'm tuning more uh, into my hybrid energy, which is the one that I'm mostly here to express, I see myself as coming from the future, from the timeline of the hybrids to assist humanity in becoming more hybrids. Hmm. Would you say you're part of the Esasani, um, the thing that Bashar talks about? Yes. Are you an Esasani that's come from the future incarnating into this human body to assist with first contact? Yes, and actually many times in my awakening, I've seen this, this Sasani contact specialist symbol. So it was like, and I had many interactions with Bashar in the astral talking about contact and the Hairi children. So yeah, I feel really connected to that. And what do you remember about the Sasani civilization as you kind of- um, I don't have like clear memories, but I often dream with um, being on a Hairi vessel you know, and in this, being in those civilizations. But it seems even in this life, you are a hybrid. Look at those eyes and like, uh, do you, so you have hybrid DNA in you. Yes, I have actually. I was given 
DNA uh, from the greys and DNA implants also from the hybrids. In this human body? Yes. So what did that do for you? How are you, what, what, how do you, uh, access, you know, actualize that and access that? Well, um, when it comes to the hybrid agenda, um, the greys are not here just to uh, harvest DNA, let's say, or, or take, you know, DNA. Um, they're also here to give their own DNA because it's an exchange of energy. It's, it's not just them helping themselves, but us, you know, it's like a, an agenda that is working for the best of both, you know, sides. So the more that we become hybrids, um, the more that we are aligning ourselves with the, um, the upgrading of the DNA of humanity, you know, we're, um, we're becoming that new brand of humans that it's the Homo Galactus. Right, Homo Galactus. Galactus. Yes. And so what does that mean? What does that look like for humanity? How will we be and when will this really drop in? Uh, it looks like we are becoming more integrated in perception in the four density dynamics and that our heart chakra is tuning in more with the, the frequency of the five dimension, which is a non-physical dimension. We don't have to be physically there because to be there, we have to have really advanced bodies, really crystalline DNA-based bodies. And that yeah. takes years, you know, but we can embrace that energy in our heart, you know, in our soul. So it looks and like we are becoming more like unity, um, we are more um, drive by love and, and joy and compassion. And that's how you live your life, right? Yes. Like, I mean, of that's... course, I also have shadow work to do, and that's part of the process. So, is, yeah. is the shadow work you cleansing out the human part, the lower human realms? And yes. When you, what, how do you define shadow work? Like, what is, if you don't want it, if you can be. Yeah, sure. It's basically the metaphysical process of shifting the unconscious back to consciousness by observing the uh, the beliefs that are being reflected in that neutral, um, in that uh, sort of like a trinity structure, you know, because things have a positive side, a negative side, and a neutral side. The neutral side is the idea in between. And, you know, the positive and the negative, it's, it's observed depending on the belief, you know, that you're holding on to. So it's all about shifting from negative beliefs to positive beliefs. Can you share one of your negative beliefs, if you care to be a little personal about that? My negative beliefs? Well, yeah, what did you have to shift? Yeah. Well, I had to work a lot with my negative experiences regarding the, the military abductions and oppression that I experienced since I was a child. So, you know, most of my negative beliefs is the idea that I'm under control, you know, mind control. So mm. it's that process of, you know, freeing myself from that. Did you feel you were being mind controlled by these higher forces? Yeah, they perform a form of trauma-based mind control called NK Ultra, the monoprayet on me. So. Oh, so you were part, how did you free yourself from that? Uh, it's basically about integrating um, all shadows, all hard, like, um, um, dense emotions and, and believe that I am something else that I'm not, you know, they make you believe that you're something else, you know, they literally shatter your consciousness. So it's about reintegrating that consciousness, you know, making it unified again. You think it's more about, um, maturing, growing than control. Like you're, it's a test. I mean, I don't know, but was it a test for you to come into your own power perhaps? Yes, it was the choice of my higher self. You know, it always is coming from a higher perspective, let's say. It's the, it's really like my higher self chose this path in order to be able to draw, uh, to draw for like a lot of consciousness, a lot of material, like spiritual knowledge and wisdom, so that I will have the tools to help others in similar situations or worse. Mm -hmm. So have you worked through all of that or is there still some more stuff that comes up for you? Uh, I have done a lot of work and I feel pretty integrated right now. I feel pretty good. But of course, I still need, like every human right now, I still have, you know, uh, some work to do. You know, it's part of the process. So when stuff comes up for people, you know, their dark side, their shadows, their negative thoughts, how do you suggest people work through that? Well, my first advice, it's foremost, whether you look at it, you know, as it, when it, with this raw form or essence, um, you know, without filters, and that you basically tune into your emotions because emotions are the energy of emotions, as we know. So it, 
if you let that energy flow forward, it will basically give you the motion to, to make the, the next leap, to make the next, um, you know, uh, part of the, you know, step, let's say. So it will actually make you be able to release the, the motion in the emotion uh, of the emotional body. And you will actually have a vibrational strength, you know, now to be able to shift that from the unconscious to consciousness. Hmm. So the star seed um, that are coming here, they're coming from many different places, right? Yes. And they're here to wake us up to humanity that we're all star seeds, really. Right? Yeah. Um, Yes. But there's something about you're coming in with a, you. You have a mission. Most people are, especially at 21, they have no idea what they're doing. But you knew you had a mission that, and that started with your Kundalini awakening. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. What happened to awaken the Kundalini? How did you? What was your experience, and how did that start? Well, that started when I was 50 years old and I was, you know, tuning into um, physics, metaphysics, reading about how we humans were hybrids, you know, all this basic like information coming to me, you know, to, you know. Um, so when that was going on and I was starting to remember facts like, oh, you know, like there's uh, the third eye, you know, and there's, you know, the soul and the soul never dies and there's incarnation and blah, all these concepts, you know the kundalini awakening which is the masculine and the feminine energy is intertwining you know to unlock all of the uh chakra systems and aligning them in perfect positions so that it's aligned with um you know divine consciousness the christ consciousness uh i remember that you know i was i was active as i was activating that and i was shifting to upgraded timelines or upgrading versions of my own consciousness it was a lot of chaos you know because there is so much uh, there's so much conflict when you shift from the third lower third dimension to the um, to the to the fourth density because people you know the energy of your consciousness which which is expressed outside of you as other people family friends you know all of these energies um, they start to kind of like um, polarize you because they are not compatible they are not harmonic with the leap that you want to make forward you know the energies that you're integrating so to make a balance or a harmony with that you need to you know, to basically put it in balance, you know, to do that work, you know, the energy. But, but, but the Kundalini energy is actually a physical energy. It's, it's yeah. coming up. You, so you felt that, right? Yes, definitely. Can I you felt just, the unlock, the, yeah, how the lower chakras and the upper chakras were being unlocked and how they were, you know, bringing information and DNA upgrades, you know, for her. So, yeah. What, was it surprising for you? Because it's so... It's so intense, this kundalini. I mean, it activates the sexual centers and then runs up the body. So did you know what was happening or did you think this is kind of weird? I mean, No, I knew it was happening. It was actually shocking too because the energy was really strong, you know. And so I knew it was happening because the energy felt differently, like super different from the average. You know, it felt like super big. It felt like, like really like out of this world you know really powerful and so it reached a point in which i was able to go out of my body if i wished with a meditation with a previous meditation and to a point in which my hands were highly energized as if i could you know um charge you know someone with energy and so when i was in class when i was in my classroom by them in school i remember that a friend of mine was a classmate was close to me and i was saying well there's something really wrong going on with my hands you know one of them is really cold and really like you know shaking it has like energy and so I touch her with my hand and see you know she was electrified or something and she was shocked and said what is going on what have you just done and she you know she was she just went to the rest of the cosmos saying hey Marina has done something really weird to me you know what's going on I'm so scared <laughs> you know and I, I didn't know how to explain her you know no, I know because it's, but it is great. Yeah. Cause it's healing energy. Really. Yes, it's, it, is. it is. So it, it came up your spine. Then when it reached your head, did you find like you had a shift in awareness? Like yes. what happened? Yes. Okay. Well, it was, it was really intense because I was able not only to get out of my body if I wanted with a meditation, but also I was predicting things happening before they actually happening, not just in precognitive, I mean, pre precognition dreams, but precognition, yeah. 
per count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like in the physical, like I remember that once I was on my bed, you know, and I had my phone on the table and I was becoming a little bit asleep. I was about to have a nap or something. And I remember that suddenly in my eyes, in my third eye, like in my mind, I saw a big window. I saw the window that appears in your phone when you need to charge it. And also the, right. yeah. And also like the song, you know, well, I saw that in my mind and in my third eye and it woke me up, you know? So three seconds later, I saw that it actually manifested. So my mm. phone showed the message in the same sound, you know, wow. like I predicted that happening three seconds before it happened. So is this still with you? This uh, able to get out of your body and the healing and this precognition, is that still there? Or is it more integrated now it's more integrated now so you know now for example if i want to go out of my body i need to you know meditate you know um it's not so as chaotic or or intense as before you know but yeah it's more integrated yes yeah you've integrated and um but that was an awakening a shift of awareness huh i mean what 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 was different about your everyday world with the awakening of the kundalini uh, well, an increase in synchronicities, in precognitive dreams, in, you know, uh, just connection, that connection with the universe. For example, you know, synchronicity will be my most, uh, um, my most important ability, let's say, because that way I will get uh, inner guidance from the universe. So, for example, if I needed to know something, the universe will tell me, you know, this thing, this thing, you know, like in words, you know, like numbers, like everything will be so synchronized that it fell out that I was in a video game, that it was not real, you know, and other of my abilities that were really useful that got activated, it's the third eye uh, psychic side, you know, the psychic mediumship, which is the ability to, you know, I mean, channel consciously information and see people's aura, energy, read their, you know, energy, their connections, you know, all of those were pretty useful, (laughs) to be honest. And no, it's all very useful. Actually, the first show you did with me, you actually did do some channeling. Do you feel like tapping into like Essasani energy or something and bringing in a message for humanity? Do you, could you want can uh, you do well, something? I mean, I could if, if you have a question, but right now, if I don't have a question, the energy doesn't come just like that because it needs someone to outside of the question, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have lots of questions. I'm happy to ask you if you're, if you're okay tapping yeah, in. Sure. How do you, just before you do that, how do you get into that state where you're bringing through um, this channeled energy? Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't need me to go into any trance state, to be honest. Okay. okay. So there's no need to any process, I guess. Okay. So I want to know from this wider perspective and you coming from the future, um, how long will it take the earth to work through this current situation that we're in, you know, lockdowns and all that? Is it, when do you see an end and a return, not to normalcy because it was never normal, but a return to a new, a, a new way of being on the planet? How, how is that? Uh, well, that will happen um, in perfect synchronicity and alignment with sacred numerology and sacred uh, proportions. Because as we know, the earth's consciousness is highly connected with this um, geometrical patterns of nature you know, sacred geometry of nature. And that's reflected in our solar system and galaxy and connection to other um, star systems, the position of the planets, you know, astrological, um, when it comes to the astrological structure, you know, which is a reflection of our inner, inner consciousness. So, you know, it will all come in perfect timing, in perfect alignment with our own natural cycles of energy, cycles of evolution. You know, that's how we really experience time and space, not through seconds, days, years, but rather rather with cycles of energy. So the shift is up to us. If we can all vibrate at this higher level, then we'll be able to access this this new age, this new time. Yeah, synchronistically speaking, the more that we tune into our highest potential, to our highest truth, to our, you know, true self, is when we accelerate, uh, accelerate things to actually manifest for us. Right. Okay. Can you bring in some possibly Essasani energy and talk about first contact and the contact with these other beings? Like, how will that happen? And what do they, why they, what do they want to tell us? 
yeah um well what i'm what i'm getting it's that first contact will start um it's it's happening right now it's the the very first steps of first contact is actually being manifested on earth because there's enough people being open to it and enough people who have made that decision and what i'm getting is that in 2020 there was a shift of consciousness that is really important that defined where people wanted to go forward in terms of timelines you know and so it seems that a lot of people have decided to shift to a timeline in which contact, in which first contact is more compatible, is more um, harmonic with our reality. So, so this year represents, 2021 represents like the end of the cycle of energy that is really important that it started in 2012. Uh, and it's, it's about intense transformation. And so right now there's really high, um, there's high possibilities or probabilities of first contact. And so in the next in the next upcoming years, there's many people who have decided to uh, embrace their true self and do the inner work that are going to be really um, aligned with this probability and manifest really exciting uh, opportunities to connect with these beings that are waiting for us, you know, that are waiting to reach us. So after we do have contact, first contact, and, you know, we're integrated with these ET realities and we don't make it a big deal, how you think we will all be different? How will society be different in its manifestation? Well, of course, all aspects of our consciousness are expressed, not just in the above level or in the archetypal structures, uh, let's say, in in higher dimensions and aspects of our consciousness, but also in the lower levels, in structures that represent ideas of consciousness, symbols of consciousness, like for example, politics, you know, or money, you know, economy, all these things are aspects of consciousness, are symbols of consciousness. So how we how we express those symbols in the below levels, it's and how we structure it is how we make them work and connect with each other, you know like that map of our consciousness, that map of our esoteric aspects, you know, um, of our being. So, you know, our economic, uh, economical structures, political structures, societal structures, all of them are reflecting these symbols of our consciousness. And so the more that we access a higher consciousness, you know, the more that those structures would shift to represent those new frequencies or energy patterns, you know, and so it will have many process of, you know, destruction and construction because those are the natural laws of nature that from cows and disharmony, a new order, a new cow, um, harmony is created. Okay. So yeah. it will, it will need a process, but it will be manifested as we shift to our, as we aligned to our highest self. So this year coming up 2022 is a, is a big vibrational change from yes. the past um, 21 years, right? So yes. we are um, we are moving into the more divine feminine receptivity yes. with the two, two, twos, if you look at numerology. Yeah. And, and um, what should people do? What should, how, is there anything you can suggest for them to be in this harmonic, um, frequency what can they do personally in their life like food diet you know consciousness give us some like little exercise or examples well um as anything that is above you know is manifested also expressed below in a mirror dynamic mm -hmm. let's say mm -hmm. uh the highest most easiest way to represent that in all of the aspect of your life it's to do the raw energy work the consciousness work tune into your inner being look inside of you and st start doing like the process of the awakening of who you truly are and that's the what when the shadow work comes in you know you are presented you know negative belief systems negative energies shadow energies that are making that are making you resist being who you truly are that are you know making you stay in that you know um sort of blocked you know state of being you know lower frequency state of being. So 
when you bring that to consciousness and when you start releasing negative ideas, negative beliefs, you know, dark shadow material, then is when you're being able to express, you know, to shine outside also. And in all aspects of your consciousness, those higher frequencies, that higher, that expression of your higher self. So those frequency patterns, those energy movements, so those spiritual movements that you have made on higher levels will actually be reflected in the below levels. So for example, you naturally will be excited or attracted to high vibrational diets or higher vibrational activities. So you will find yourself stop eating, you know, poisonous food or low frequency food, or maybe going to do some sports or some healthy activities or high vibrational activities like going to the park and, you know, all these things, you know, will be actually manifested. Right. So as these things manifest, uh, just looking at, I was looking at a comment online that was, um, I was going to respond. Someone saying, you guys should be careful who's who you listen to, this channel is putting out some dangerous information that only serves to make you more isolated and give you an ego. I think that's someone, don't, don't be upset about that. There's no, no. a lot of people who, who um, judge everything through their own ego and belief system. And that's sort of, in a way, the dark side. This is what we're dealing with, those that project yeah. their own egoic nature onto everything else and tell people, what they should or should not be doing. So yeah, well, um, it's a reflection of their own his own energy, con uh, the energy of his own consciousness. It's not my responsibility in a sense. Yeah, no, I think what you're saying is beautiful and uplifting and yeah. um, very Thank hopeful. You. No, of course, and, you know, but that's sort of what we're dealing with. People who do want to challenge the the possibilities of living in a better world in a more uh, utopian society, mm -hmm. which which we think is possible because it's happened. It's happened in other star systems. You, you know that there's, yes. we can achieve peace. Yes, exactly. So, so I'm just saying, this is sort of what we have to deal with this polarizing duality. Yeah. How do we integrate that eventually? I mean, what is the process that you see of integrating these parts, these, this shadow part of ourselves? How do we integrate that? Like, especially when it's a projection from outside of us. Yes. Well, the first step, if it's projected uh, in the outside of us to realize that it's our own responsibility, because everything that we experience is our own energy. It's the energy of our own consciousness. Mm -hmm. So even if there's an illusion of separation, like, you know, someone telling us a bad comment or something, that's our own energy, you know, that is expressed outside for the sake of us being able to look at it, you know, Mm -hmm. and observe it you know and understand that you know by to integrate it there has to be a duality system you know for example victim and abuser you know right. um so that equation you know of victim abuser you know person who received the dark or person who you know uh, sense darkness that is needed for the process of integration it's a role that is needed you know so um the energy of our consciousness being expressed in such system, it makes it so that we, by playing either one role or another, we can integrate it, you know, and say, for example, if we're experiencing the victim side, we're experiencing the non-divine feminine energy, which is victimhood. And to integrate the non-divine feminine energy, we need the divine feminine to reflect mm -hmm. the divine, uh, the divine masculine to, to reflect the divine feminine, which right. is empowerment. So if we empower ourselves from victimhood is when we become uh, at the same time in synchronicity, our, you know, divine feminine. And so the, in the other side, in, from the other perspective, if we are being the abusers, we're being the non-divine masculine. And so to integrate the non-divine masculine into divine masculine, we need the divine feminine, which is empowerment. I mean, sorry, forgiveness, you know? Right. So yeah. Exactly. So they work hand in hand. So we will play whatever, whichever role, you know, that is assigned to us, but there's always a way to integrate those feminine, masculine, victim abuser polarities. That's the plot, you know? Yeah, I think we'll play those roles until we have integrated it when then there, we won't be part of that duality, but it comes up just to point out the little parts of us that still need some work, yes. you know, like, like 
you know, I get upset if someone gives me a negative comment. It's like, oh, <laughs> I, I still have some ego there, right? Yeah, so, anyone. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like what a teacher of mine said, praise and blame. It's all the same thing. So if someone praises you, which is great, I feel good. That's also ego. You know, oh, someone said some nice things. It's like, so well, it's like. Yeah. Not really. I mean, yeah. you can you can take compliments without necessarily coming from the ego or from vanity because, you know, the soul is is meant to accept joy, you know, and happiness. Right. So if it's aligned with a positive emotion, it doesn't have to be ego. Well, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> right. I think if someone um, says, you know, you're doing something good, maybe it's like you're you're helping them be more on purpose, you know, yes. <laughs> and then. Sometimes if someone's pointing out something that may appear negative, they're also helping us see more of ourselves. Yes. So, you know, sometimes people may see, like, do you see this pattern you're doing? And your ego doesn't want to look at that because, you know, he thinks it's doing everything great. But, you know, if other people say, you know, there's this pattern and it's that's not being negative. We have to also take in the world and say, oh, maybe I am doing that pattern of behavior and maybe I should just, that takes a ego to and self-reflection to look at, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing this pattern of behavior that I'm not aware of. Yeah. So that's true. how do we get more conscious of this unawareness? I'm asking you. Well, just by it, it comes naturally because you know, if you think about it, when someone upsets when something upsets you or someone or an energy hits, you know, I mean uh triggers your emotion or your emotional to respond in a negative way, it's a non-preferred state of being, you know. Mm -hmm. So the point is that when we are aware of that, because we're all actually all the time aware that we are when we receive a negative energy, when we are exhibiting a negative uh reaction, mm -hmm. uh it's an unwanted feeling. So it's about the ability to check on it to see what it's teaching us what is reflecting back to us that is not an, in alignment with our true self right. and to what we truly are not just who we are but what we truly are which is light and love and so by understanding and releasing that you know belief that doesn't serve us that energy that is not our true self and right. not uh, stop identifying with it you know and becoming that which we have been taught that we are it's wow. when we are actually being able to express a preferred state of being, a preferred energy, you know, a positive reaction. How do you deal with like your family, your parents telling you what to do and or are they pretty good with that? Because, you know, you're still, you know, close with your parents, which is great. But, you know, how do you deal with I mean, they're not seeing what you're seeing as your mission. So, yeah, just talk about that if you don't mind. Well, um, my mother is, um, it's accepting the fact that I'm, you know, in these topics, you know, in this, that I believe all these things. Sometimes she's shocked because, you know, when she, you know, <laughs> kind of like stalks me to see what I'm saying, I'll, you know, I'll <laughs> online, you know, she's sometimes so, you know, like, really, you, you believe this about yourself? Okay, you know, take care of what you're saying, you know, people are going to think you're crazy, you know. So, you know, sometimes she expressed that sort of like a skeptic, um, you know, mentality, like, well, I don't believe all these things that you're talking about, you know, I don't believe there's really ETs out there, but she accepts it. She lets me be myself, which is the main, you know, point is the most important thing, so. Right, no, that's good, but you still have to deal with some of that you know, basic human stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's also training. It's also helping you integrate that human side. Yes. To you. So um, can you talk about what you're going to be presenting at the Starseed Conference coming up? Like how, what's your topic of presentation for this upcoming event, October 3rd? Sure. Um, I, wanna be, I, I will be talking about Starseeds mostly, of course. But I'm going to be going deep inside the different kind of the, the actual metaphysical dynamics of the idea of what star city is and hybrids, you know. I'm going to be talking about uh, the metaphysical perspectives, you know, because we have been sharing, we have been observing from, for a long time, like the typical, you know, um, idea that, you know, star city is an ET that is incarnated as a human. But, you know, there's much more to that. There's more that. So I want to go deep inside that metaphysical um, uh, structure of on star cities and actually also a little bit of, you know, human history. 
that explains why this phenomenon, which is the starseed phenomenon, is happening right now on Earth and what it means, for what purpose is it? Why, can you give us a little taste? Like, why is it happening right now? Uh, well, it's because, um, it's because we are hybrids, of course, with extraterrestrial DNA. And so humans really is like a genetic experiment for many different ET races. And so the Anunnaki, which are the beings that mostly had the war in head of the creation of the human race and had negative uh, conflict, in, conflict energies uh, in the process because they needed material from Earth, they needed gold, right. they needed a slave race and everything. They had uh, a lot of shadow consciousness to deal with. Um, they needed assistance. So the hyperceiving ETs, which is the Syrians, the Pleiadians, the, all of these people who is part of this Lyran, you know, human lineage, you know, spiritual lineage of humanity, um, took um, took the, make the leap of helping, make the, the choice and the decision of helping, being of assistance of for us and them, and so they gave uh, they gave to us their own DNA so that we will be able to channel more of the hypersepian consciousness, more of the Chris consciousness, to balance out the filling angel DNA, which is the Nephilim, you know, coming also from these Anunnaki groups. So that, you know, all these beings from Orion system, constellation, you know, the Anunnaki, all these shadow people, you know, will have an opportunity to finally make that um, end, that cycle of energy, that cycle of evolution, you know, and ground, you know, the Chris consciousness shifts from from falling angel, let's say shadow energy from the Chris con to the Chris consciousness. So the Christ consciousness is coming uh, and awakening people. This is our destiny. Yes, it is. Fifth dimensional beings. And yeah. it, 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 it's sort of like I see it like uh, water boiling. First, there's a little bubble there, then there and there. And then then somehow everything starts to just pop and open. Yeah. I think this is where we're coming to. Um, yes. So I don't want you to give away too much because I think you have so much more to offer if people tune into the conference. <laughs> yes. And will it be a PowerPoint? You'll also, yes, a right? PowerPoint. You're also, you're also going to show some of your art. Will you yes, um, sure. create these hybrid beings in your art? Um, yes. And uh, do, do you want to show just one here? Is that easy to show? On if you wish. Screen? Yeah, just one quick one, just to get people excited about what you're bringing um, through. Because I, I think you really are leading to something exciting happening on planet Earth. So. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I have to make you a, a co-host, right? Yes. Just yeah, I think so. Okay, co-host there. Okay. Great. If you want to just, and then we'll wrap up because, um, um, I, oh, there. Now these are, these are sort of pictures of you. They look like you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one is my higher self. That's why she looks like me. <laughs> she, is that taken after, how do you, is that like from a picture of you that's been generated? Uh, no, it's, it's really, it's actually modeled from 3D showers. 3D what you say? Shopware. Oh, shop. That's a program. You mean. Yes. Wait, so when you say it's your higher self, can you actually bring that being in? Um, with that? How do you mean? Like channeling? Yeah, channel, like kind of bring in that message from this being like, uh, I mean, or are you always doing that anyway? Or is there parts that yeah, well, it's a conscious channeling. So, um, yeah. as I'm really connected, like direct, directly connected to her, mm -hmm. it's pretty much it's like the conscious channeling dynamics that I was um, talking, discussing about there. Right. right, right, right. And these other ones, you're these are beautiful too. And you also <laughs> you do this for people. Yes, um, I I do this for people. Yes, we're we're gonna have a little panel about Arturian aspects of the souls. Sergio Galact, what's that mean? Galact, oh, that you did that for somebody, right? Yes. Great. Well, don't give us too much because I don't want to. Uh, sure. I want them to tune into the conference, but these are amazing. These yeah, are really. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for showing us some of those. Yeah, and and you're an artist as well. This is part yes. of what you do is create these beings. And when you draw them, do you get communications from these beings as you? kind of great, great i get stuff. information like for example what kind of density they are from what kind of star system they are from 
So yeah. And what kind of messages that they have? Well, depending on the customer, but that's more of a on a private note. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, so just before we go, would you like to bring in one final message, maybe from the Asasani? If you just take a moment, close your eyes, and, and just see what you get to leave us um, till we see you again. Well, I'm getting that um, they're, they're trying to make us understand how important it's to align with the frequency of the hybrid children. Hmm. Because that will make, that will, if we integrate that energy, if we ground that energy in our planetary consciousness, we will create the necessary space for them to come here physically so that we will harmonize our realities and be able to coexist with them. So they're highlighting the importance on, on connecting and aligning ourselves with the consciousness and the energies of the hybrid children. Right. I mean, I think I have a hybrid ch child because I yes. was had a dream. Are you saying, yes, I do? Yes, sure. I feel it. Okay. Now, how can I integrate with that? Um, uh, well, naturally, if you claim, if you make that intention, if you put out that intention and claim to the universe, hey, I want to connect to this energy. I want to align myself with this uh, frequency. The universe naturally, naturally will give you the tools in perfect synchronicity that you need to get, that you need to um, right. and, and use uh, so that you can Put yourself in that path you know in that alignment so you will know at the moment it will be like a natural process so mm. it's a little scary when i contemplate that <laughs> it's a little like oh okay i guess if i drop into that and connect to that being it's 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 like a part of me expands into that i think that's what you're saying we yes. expand into that connection Yes, the world becomes more integrated in, in this. And that's what the Essasani need because they are this hybrid race. So they need this consciousness integration to that their future depends upon in a way, it seems. Yeah. Right? So it's our job for those that are tuned into that to make a welcoming of consciousness for this for this actualization of exactly. this species that is coming into form 300 yes. years, but we are genetically have been um, supplying these um, DNA parts of ourselves, which is fine, you know, I'm happy about that. So, well, that's really great. Thank you, Marina. <laughs> You're welcome. Marina will be at the Portal to Ascension Starseed Summit, October 30th and 31st. She's going to do her own presentation and also is going to be on the panel and her, your presentation. Never has been for been seen, right? Because you, you is it a, a new presentation? It's a new presentation, yes. Great. And the themes again will be for this presentation, the- Exactly. The starseeds, the starseed energies and the hybrids and, and what's the relationship between hybrids and starseeds, would you say? Well, in a sense, a starseed is more hybrid, you know, than the average human, you know, because right. being a hybrid is a constant, you know, in, in human race, you know, we're all hybrid, so. Right, that's true, but there's another level of hybridization. Exactly. So thank you for your time here and everything you're doing and people love you on this channel. You have a lot of viewers when you come on and- Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you're so much yourself, you know, this is mostly things that you kind of accessed on your own, which is pretty amazing. But how can people reach you and find you and, and learn more about you? I'll put this in the chat there. Uh, well, in my webpage, which is yeah. um, www.marinasaran.com. Marinasaran.com. And on there, do, do you do private sessions with people? Yes, or I do conscious telling sessions so they can do 
Well, you have a huge career ahead of you. You know that. Thank you. <laughs> well, I want I want to bring you to conference. Oh, you should just come to some of these big conferences. Oh, I'd love to. You know, in the future, in physical, it will be yes, great. Yes, in the physical, like contact in the desert and yeah, great. expos. I think they'll really appreciate your work here. So yeah, thank you right. so much. We will talk again soon. We'll see you on October 30th and 31st. And thanks so much for sharing your time here. Well, thank you so much, as always, for inviting me, Alan. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just think, you know, you're one of the shining lights for this new time because you, the more I see you, the more you grow in your awareness, the more um, secure you get in the knowledge that you have. You, like, yes. are more dropped in and you're not, you know, doubting. I mean, maybe you never have, but you're really getting grounded in your knowledge. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yes. Okay. We will be in touch. Uh, I'm just going to end the stream. Thank you, everyone, for watching online and on replays. And we'll see you at the Portal to Ascension Starseed Summit, October 30, 31st. Uh, I'm going to put it in the description as well. Thank you for watching. With Alan on the camel and my man Bashar Ten rabbis, a physicist, guru and a genius A woman who can teach you how to grow your penis I'm a romper, Jay-Z, channeling true love Oh, reality's boring, we're starting a new one Hearts popped open, Dalai Lama Rock your soul with my tantric chakras Now say Om with Deepak Chopra Natasha's so dope, who needs Oprah? Shaman Steve and his higher selves NSA can't stop my elves Fairies landed, whole world's dusted Hugging undercovers butt naked in public Government's bugging but they're so corny Back to the craft first starborn orgy What? It's the realities Changing the news, the realities God's interviews, the realities Where do I begin? A left mention? JJ Hurtock, keys of Enoch Open up doors, teleport to Montauk Navy ships disappear for battling Duncan Cameron starts time traveling Nassim Harriman, electron spin Word I am word selling channeling Paulo, masculine, feminine Marianne Williamson, tears to triumph Jade goddesses lift weights with their vaginas Till there's a tantric holy glow Jody Sirota's a UFO from Sedona to DC, Washington disclose ETs. David Ike is like Adam and Eve. Meet me down a caravan of dreams. For Alan Steinfeld's new realities, which she's what? It's new realities. Changing the news, new realities. God's interviews, new realities. Where do I begin? A left mention, new realities. Changing the news, new realities. God's in the reviews, the realities. Where do I begin? The 